You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. No no, no, no one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Bish. Show me the money. Let's get it rolling. BetQL. Picking fatties. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to BetQL Picking Fatties. It is Sunday morning, December 4th, 2022. Bish and Skippy coming to you at 9.49 a.m. East Coast time. Uh, Skippy do. It was my anniversary last night, December 3rd. So uh, the wife and I went out to dinner, uh, early dinner, and then stopped by some friend's house and uh, watched the rest of the Georgia game. But let's get into it before we get into the NFL and your pool pick. But let's get into the college football games from yesterday and just kind of recap those. And, you know, it turns out there's not going to be much drama if you think about it. But, um, you know, TCU did what they did most of the year. They fell behind and had to come from behind in the second half, went to OT. But this time they could not come out with the win they lose to kansas state 31 28 k-state was just really really good for most of that game tcu great comeback in the fourth quarter duggan played great valiant effort but kansas state deserved to win wins the first big 12 title since this um 2012 i think but i don't think tcu is going to get penalized um i agree with you from yesterday i just don't see them dropping out of the top four they may not even drop out of the the third spot what are your thoughts on tcu after that game yeah, I mean, I mean, Saban was trying to make a case. How do you knock them out of the playoff mm-hmm. and say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move, even though they played another game, and they showed again they played them tough. And I know it's Kansas State, I get it, but and maybe on a neutral field, if you put Bama today on a neutral field against TCU, I don't know who would. I mean, probably Bama would win. But the point is. I don't know. I mean, I think they have, if they'd they have the extra loss, yeah, they have the extra, have the extra loss. loss. I, I think if they had been beaten by, you know, 51 to 10, maybe, but I mean, it, again, it came down to the last second. I don't think there's going to be any drama. I think Ohio state gets in and Bama sits. And Bama goes home, goes to whatever the sugar bowl and plays uh, Bama, Tulane exactly. or whoever. Or whoever. But, yep. um, I will say that, you know, TCU probably, it was interesting. All right, so they come come back, they get the two-point conversion, and they tie the game at 28, start the overtime. They get down third and goal. Um, they, they had a bad spot. The ball should have been closer to the goal line. It was probably five, six inches away from the line, not a half a yard. But how do you not run a quarterback sneak on, on one of those two plays? And maybe on the fourth down, should Sonny Dykes have just kicked the field goal? Uh, yeah, well, of course you should. I mean, it's, it's hindsight's 20. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I wasn't. But, but at least you're making Kansas State. You're, you're you're making them take care of the ball, and of course they're going to have to make the field goal if they don't score. They're going to make the field goal to force the second overtime. I don't know. I just thought that was a ballsy call because if you don't get but it, which they've didn't. been, all, but that's yeah, who they've been all year. Yeah. yeah, correct, correct. So, do I fault him for that? No. Looking back, does he feel like maybe he should have done it? Maybe, but I mean, he knew what he was doing. He knew he was going to go for it. I mean, the I, the call was terrible. There's no chance I'm not. I'm, there's no way I'm giving him the ball five yards behind the line of scrimmage. No, I'm sneaking Duggan in there. I know he Absolutely. was gassed and he was he had cuts all over his body, but I'm giving Duggan the the ball there. There, all you got to do is go six inches. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but this is the this is the the weird part of the, this this ranking because in other years, if you lose in the championship week, you're gonna slip. You know, but the scenarios just the way they played out, you can't really penalize TCU for playing that 13th game, especially when you lose to a top 10 team in overtime um, and you only have the one loss. Because in all those other playoffs, you know, in other years, if a team loses in the championship week like USC, they're slipping, they're dropping. I mean, TCU probably won't drop one spot. They're going to stay at three. Uh yeah, they'll probably stay because it's hard to put. It's probably going to stay Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State. So Ohio State's going to end up playing Georgia. Correct. Michigan's the lines are already out TCU. for that. Have you seen the early lines on those games? I have not. Um, Georgia laying six and a half to Ohio State. This is off the of FanDuel. Um, Michigan lays nine and a half to TCU. Well, I can see that. I think TCU is going to have issues with Michigan. Mm-hmm. Both sides of the ball. I think so, too. Yeah. Dugan Duggan is just not that quarterback that's going to torch Michigan. Now, they might – Michigan will have to make some adjustments, but Michigan will be prepared. No Mm -hmm. question about it. Um, We did pretty well on the picks. I mean, I did like TCU's, but obviously lost. But um, I thought Clemson would would make a statement. Dabo did what he should have done about six weeks ago and replaced DJ early in the game. He was two for five, had no confidence. He looked terrible. And Davo said, enough's enough. And he, he brought Klubnik in. Klubnik was awesome. 20 for 24, threw a touchdown, ran for a touchdown. They blow out Carolina. Um, kind of what I said yesterday to preview the game, Carolina's offensive line just isn't good enough, especially on the interior. And May was um, picked off. Did he throw two or three picks? He threw one awful pick down in the uh, red zone. I think he was sacked four or five times. So Clemson just dominated Carolina. But um, that's a move Dabo should have made weeks ago, and he stuck with DJ, and it cost him. And so Klubnik is now the guy. Klubnik will be the starter next year. DJ, I don't know if DJ will transfer. DJ will transfer for sure. Right. I won't be surprised if he transfers in the next few weeks, to be honest with you. And goes goes out to the West Coast. Probably, yeah, where he's yeah. from. Yep. Correct. Yep. Uh, so Clemson rolls. Uh, Georgia, they were up 35-7 or 35-10 at half. And uh, I know LSU you know, kind of tried to make it more interesting in the second half, but they lose 50-30. to 30. Georgia, <clears throat> Georgia, those are the types of games that Georgia is just built for, you know, statement games. Um, Daniels obviously was replaced because he wasn't 100%. Nussmeyer came in there, played all right. But Georgia, those are the type of games and situations that Kirby Smart gets his guys up for. 
I mean, they were just so much better. It was men versus boys, in my opinion, in that matchup. Agreed. Yep. 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 They looked, uh, and, 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 and you know, I don't know what changed in North Carolina, but the last few weeks, they've just been almost dead for like mm-hmm. three or four weeks. Um, but yeah, all in all, Michigan did what they were supposed to do. Tulane, I figured they would crush UCF. I just, I just think Tulane's a very good team defensively. They played great. They completely controlled Plumley. Yep. Um, How about this for, for Tulane? Willie Fritz. And I don't know if Willie Fritz is going to get another big-time job. He probably deserves one. They won two games last year. They were 2-10. and 10. Right. And this year, 11-2. and two. Well, and, they, they, had uh, a lot, they, had a, they had a ton of injuries last year. And now they're, playing in, now they're playing in the New Year's Day. Uh, yeah, because they win the group of five uh, championship. Yeah. Yep. They New win the six. group of five. So I thought – uh, what else? Toledo. That was a terrible game. Toledo, Ohio, just a boring game to watch. Correct. Boise, Fresno. Fresno kind of dominated Boise, right? Fresno dominated Boise, and that was a good play by you. You had Fresno uh, on your picks. Hayner was solid, but they were just a different team this year when Hayner came back, and they didn't lose once he came back from the injury, and they went to uh, Boise and won 28-16, correct. And Troy, props to Troy. They finished 11-2, and beat Coastal. Coastal did start Grayson McCall. Um, he his numbers were good considering his injury, but defensively they were bad. And um, Troy just ran all over him. So Troy wins the Sun Belt. Fresno wins the Mountain West. Toledo wins the MAC. Tulane wins the American. And we already talked about the other uh, big games. So you know, again, not a lot of um, not a lot of drama from yesterday. Uh, certainly Friday night there was with USC losing, but from yesterday, not really. So I expect when the rankings come out in about two hours, because the rankings do come out at 12 today, it's going to be Georgia 1, Michigan 2, TCU 3, and Ohio State 4. There you go. Yeah, I would agree agree with that. I would agree with that. Yep. Yep. Uh, Real quick before we get into the NFL, I want to get your thoughts on primetime going out to your hood. Your backyard going to be out there at Colorado. What are your thoughts on that? Good move? Uh, I think it's going to be a mistake, but we'll see because it's hard to doubt him, right? I mean, he's just been a winner his whole life. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was crazy good as a little kid. He was crazy good in high school. He was crazy good in college. Obviously, he's a Hall of Famer, one of the best DBs ever. He goes to Jackson State. They have a terrible first year or an okay first year. Not terrible. They actually had a decent first year. And then he does this. They go undefeated. They kill Southern. Yeah, they just killed them. Um, Well, they were the number one defense in FCS. They they were ranked first in pretty much every statistical category. They were just so good. So he's going to have some issues. I I do think that it's a head-scratcher in that, you know, his recruiting base is the Southeast, obviously. So – I would have thought right. maybe a, a, a spot like Georgia Tech would have made a lot of sense. Um, Auburn certainly would have made sense, but that's a huge jump from FCS to the SEC. But Colorado, you know, USC and UCLA are leaving, so you don't have as much competition. And then you know he's still going to be able to recruit. Um, other, th- You know, he'll be able to recruit the West Coast because of who he is. He'll get a bunch of transfers in. I'm sure he'll bring some kids in from Jackson State. I would think I so, if, yeah. I would think he brings his son to play quarterback. Well, his, son, his son's definitely coming, obviously. That'll be the Colorado – that'll be CU's quarterback. Right. But, again, there's a big difference between Jackson State and who they play. And, obviously, um, 
Yeah, then the Pac-12, sure. Yeah, the Pac-12. So, I, you know, you never know. I mean, I think next year will be brutal, but let's see what he does in year two and if he can turn it around and get Colorado back to where Colorado used to be. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes down to recruiting. I think he'll be fine there. Um, real quick, the FCS of a brutal loss for Furman yesterday. They lose down in San Antonio to Incarnate Word. They were trailing 28 17 or 30, maybe 31 17. Um, but they come back, they take the lead 38 to 34 with a couple minutes left. Incarnate Word hits a long touchdown pass with under two minutes left to take the lead. And then Furman gets the ball back driving, and Tyler Huff, their quarterback, throws a pick at the five yard line. Oof. It's just a man. My boy's the receivers coach down there. I haven't talked to him since the end of the game, but man, that was just a bad loss. So, um, Incarnate Word advances. You're down to the final eight at the FCS level. Samford will play North Dakota State. William and Mary blew out Gardner Webb yesterday. They'll play at Montana State. Incarnate Word plays at Sacramento State, and Holy Cross plays at South Dakota State. So, you know, all the North Dakota States and the South Dakota States they always advance. Sacramento State, I think, is supposed to be really good this year. They finished 12 and up, but um, I felt bad for my boy. But the FCS playoffs down to the final eight. And, of course, they'll have uh, three games Friday and one game next Saturday. All right, let's get into it. NFL, let's first talk about the survivor pool. Skippy-dippy-doo. Talk to me. Tell me what the scenarios are. Well, 36 people took the Browns. 26 26 took the Seahawks. Five took the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think. uh, Two took the Ravens, right? Two took the Ravens, one took the Jaguars, one took the Vikings. That's it. I'm a little surprised. I'm not really surprised. I said I said to you and Donnie, I think the Browns will be the number one pick. I'm a little disappointed that more people took the Seahawks than I thought. I thought there would be a little more diversity this week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought more we, people would take the Cowboys. I didn't. I didn't realize that many people um, had already taken Dallas. Oh yeah, there's o- there's only four. The Ravens are now burned. Right. Um, completely eagles are basically burned nobody took the chiefs obviously there's only a few people that have the chiefs left so yeah i mean this it's one of those things the way it is with where everyone is where it literally and it won't happen today because dallas win but one of these weeks it could just end that day because there's only picking a couple of games and if both of them lose everyone wins i mean but not today yeah well obviously the the obviously you know, the, the team that needs to lose today to make it really interesting is Cleveland. I just don't think they do. Right. Uh, nope. I know Deshaun, Deshaun's coming back. Great story with him coming back, going to Houston, but they're going to run all over Houston. Houston gives up about 200 yards a game on the ground. So Chubbs is going to beat him himself. Correct. Right. So How are you I- feeling about the Seattle game? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, I would have felt better if Perkins but was playing, but Wolford's playing. So, you know, again, anything can happen. It could be over today for if – obviously, if Seattle loses, it is over. If they win and Cleveland wins, then there's not going to be – I think Dallas will win. They're not, there's not going to be any much drama this week either. I'm surprised no one took Atlanta. Right. Yep. Only one person took Jacksonville. I could see them winning. That's a, that's a coin flip. But if I just – Let's do a little hedgy poo play and take Baltimore, Dallas, and Cleveland on a money line parlay. Okay, so I'm I'm entering it as we speak, and I throw Dallas in there. A money line parlay will pay me. It's basically even money. Correct. So I think it's worth I think it's worth putting two hundred bucks on it to to win a couple hundred, maybe win one eighty five or something one ninety. But I think I'll do that, and of course I will play the Rams plus the number. Let's see what that current number is right now. Well, I'm sure it's six and a half or seven. Six and a half, I see, yeah. yeah. So I'll play the I'll, – I'll do that money line parlay and I'll play the Rams plus the six and a half and I'll sprinkle a little bit on the money line plus 260. Roll it. Now, what about you? Will you hedge it at all? No. Did you I'm hedge not. last week? I did in the Detroit game. I won't hedge this one. All right. So I, I mean, can see either, all team maybe Jack. They're either going to win or lose. I mean, it's what you know. Well, I mean, <laughs> obviously, but I would say this: I think mo- I may I could see Jacksonville losing, but I think most of those teams, Cleveland, I think it's a lock. I, I, I would be shocked if I would be shocked if Houston beat them. I would be. Of course, um, Baltimore's not losing to Denver. Denver's terrible. Uh, Dallas ain't losing to the Colts and. I still think Seattle's a good play, bro. I really do. Well, I sure hope so. I guess we will find out. All right. So what games today really um, are catching your eye outside of the ones that you're interested in for the pool? My plays today will be the Dolphins plus five. Okay. The Jets. Bad weather out there, by the way. Just FYI. Didn't know if you saw that. I did see it. Dolphins plus five. Jets plus three. Commanders minus two and a half. And over 51 in Detroit. Um, all right. I'm going to take the Commanders, lay the two. I'm also going to play the under in that game. I don't think it gets over 41. I think that'll be a 19-16 or 21-17 type of game. So I'll go under and take the Commanders. Might parlay that. Um, I will take the Falcons today. And um, that's an even game. So that's a pick em. I'll take the Falcons at home against the Steelers. Um, I will take the, um, Browns and lay the eight. Okay. I like them to just roll the Texans and I'm also going to take, I'm going to go opposite you. I'm going to take my boys. I'm going to take San Francisco and lay the four and a half against Miami at home. I just think that they're going to get after Tua. Um, the weather should be a factor. It's certainly going to be wet out there. So I don't think the, uh, the, Miami passing game will be as effective. And this will be the best front seven he's faced all year. So I think they'll get after 
spectrum. So I got the Niners, I've got the Browns, I've got the Falcons, and I've got uh, a two-way play in the Commanders-Giants game. I'll take Washington, I'll lay the two, and I'll go under the 41. Roll it. All right. Roll it. All right, so we're back tomorrow. Recap this. Good luck, my friends. Back tomorrow. Good luck, uh, everyone. We will be back tomorrow morning. See you manana. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating. And you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week. And we're giving out fatties. <laughs>